All right, so welcome to a brand new episode of On the Ropes Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Oscar Rendon, and with me today, he's my friend, he's your friend, he's everyone's best friend, Timothy Roth. Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How's everybody doing out there? <laughs> Christmas is coming up. No more school for me. It ain't feeling it, like Christmas. I know. It's getting close, though. Fucking, it was 61 the fucking degrees today. Yeah. What's up with it? Yesterday it was, no, yesterday it was like 61 degrees, 63, and today it was okay. You know there's something wrong with the world when it's this warm in December. In St. Louis. Yeah. But then again, in St. Louis, like, random weather shit happens all the time. Remember, like, a couple of years ago, it snowed one day, and then, like, the next day it was, like, 75 degrees. That's what St. Louis is all about. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I mean, I enjoy the warm weather, but... We're all about the unpredictability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're more unpredictable than, than WWE right yeah. now. <laughs> True that. <laughs> That's the weather right here in St. Louis. Okay, so Tim, you know, you wanted to talk some shit. I mean, you know, because you've had some issues with, you know, the product of WWE. And uh, so let's, let's bring it up right now. Well, I mean, do you want to do that? Or do you want to do... TLC predictions? Uh, we'll get to the predictions later, because I don't even know the matches right now. Okay, so this is my thing with WWE. Um, you know, I've been a fan for a really long time. I started watching when I was eight. And, like, I don't know, it's starting to get really boring, I guess. I really don't like, you know, dissing the product that I love watching. But I've just become, I don't know, it's just become stale to me. They've been doing the same act, you know, like Roman Reigns, for example, trying to get him over as a the top next top guy in the company, and I don't know, I just I become really bored with it, I guess, like the direction that they're going in. Um, what they really need to do, and I think you know, Oscar and most people who watch WWE would agree that they need to develop the younger talent and you know bring them. Uh, bring a couple of them from NXT to the main roster. They've done that already with uh, Neville. Um, who else? I, I don't know. I, I can't think right now. Uh, I don't know. Like, the one thing WWE is doing right is NXT, like you mentioned. And, like, right now they're overseas in the UK. So we're, I'm definitely going to watch the TakeOver London on Wednesday. For sure. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, I haven't been paying attention as much. Um this League of Nations, is that what they're called? League of Nations, League yeah. of Nations. I, mean, I just don't get it. I'm not into it. I mean, I don't know why they came together. They, they just kind of came together, you know? Just out of, out of the blue. Like, as soon as Sheamus won the championship uh, a few weeks back at Survivor Series, they for, they officially formed, like, the next night on Raw. Yep. And I don't, I don't think Sheamus, being champion, needs to be in a group. No. I've always thought that was, you know... A, it doesn't make sense to me. It works with some people back when Randy Orton was champion and, you know, he was in Legacy. That worked. Yeah. But Sheamus and, you know, Del Rio and all these guys just randomly forming a group together, I just don't get it and I'm not interested. I'm not invested in it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, um, I, can't, I can't really think of, like, really big problems other than, like you said, Roman Reigns are trying to get him over as baby face, which... Doesn't always work out as well if you force it down people's throats. I think it should just happen naturally, right. you know. And like whenever he does things that aren't like they don't tell him to do, people like him for that. But then whenever like you mentioned earlier about the tater tots, oh yeah, Seamus nuts being tater tots. That was definitely 
scripted. I mean, they need to give him some leeway and let him go out there and just do his thing instead of making him, yeah, you know, memorize the script and all this bullcrap. You That's know, Vince McMahon, he was probably like, make fun of his nuts. Call them tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're not grapefruits. They're tater tots. <laughs> the, the famous McMahon grapefruits. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying all things in the like what they're doing with you know. Roman Reigns is obviously like we touched on. They're not going in the right direction with that, and obviously NXT they're doing wonders with them. But I don't know. I just the divas on the other hand. I don't know. I guess I could. I don't know. Like the sh- whole Charlotte and Paige feud. I, I don't know. I'm not really into that as much either um it looks like they're trying to turn her into like this heelish character now which i Um, like because like i I never really liked charlotte like you know she doesn't seem like a likable like diva like i feel like she should be like hated or she should be a heel you know well she cries all the time yeah maybe maybe (laughs) you know changing her character around there'll be less crying and it could get people more invested in her as people aren't like nobody yeah. cares i know? know i'm not i'm not invested at all no you know page on the other hand i'm always invested well, it's yeah. my girl page that, boom that's my girl page i mean her she's good on the mic she's good in the ring she knows what she's doing she's confident about everything that she does and charlotte is kind of i feel like she's the opposite um still but, trying to find like her niche like trying you know she doesn't know exactly what kind of character she is yet yeah, I mean, like, the, her character in NXT was great. And then once she got brought up to the main roster, it kind of just started going, you know, downhill from there. Yep. Which kind of seems like the trend for most NXT car- people who come up to the main roster. Tyler Breeze, I mean, come on. Like, that guy should have been doing, like, um, I, don't, I don't know what he should be doing right now, but, like, I just feel like he sh- I feel like he should have, like, an undefeated streak, you know? Like when most people debut, you know, they they go like a couple months without losing. Yeah, like Rusev. Yeah. He was undefeated forever until, you know, he came across John Cena, <laughs> which was the inevitable. Yep. But Neville, like Neville, I was really excited for him when he came onto the main roster. And he did good for a while. Like the matches that he was in and I guess the little stories he had from here and there were, you know, interesting. But now I don't I don't know what he's doing. Um, It looks like he's doing something with The Miz now. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I don't even know. Like, is that even a match tonight? Who knows? They'll probably add it, like, really late into the card. Um, I did hear that the kickoff show on TLC tonight is uh, Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. I know, so we're, we're going to have to fucking watch the, the kickoff yeah, show. Yeah, that ought to be good. So, oh, I mean, what, what time does that start? 6.30? Like, usually the matches? 6.30, yeah. The kickoff, I don't know, does, is it an hour long? or It's like... The first half is, like, they just recap shit, and then, like, the second half is when they have, like, the match. Yeah, because I think the kickoff for Survivor Series was at 6, or something, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And then the match draw, like, at 6.30-ish? Yeah, they usually yeah. have about 15, 20-minute match or so. Because so. I feel like I feel like I want to get some food before. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm hung. I'm actually pretty full still from, like, <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings three hours ago. Yeah, so I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> I haven't eaten all day, except for uh, banana bread and some chocolate milk. But that's about it. Banana bed bread from Starbucks? Sorry. No. Oh, damn. Quick joke. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Gotta get the QT filled. <laughs> maybe. Maybe once I'm in Arnold, I'll, I'll stop by Starbucks someday. Well, there's a Starbucks everywhere nowadays. Yeah. There's a Starbucks fucking in the Target, and then there's a Starbucks at some Westport Plaza. Oh, but we're, we're getting off track. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't really. Uh, I'm not complaining because you know this is the same thing that happened like in 2010. They had like the slump where they just didn't know what they were doing. You know, um, hopefully they start fixing the problem of bringing up NXT superstars. You know, because if you're going to bring them up and you're not going to do anything with them, just keep them in NXT and build NXT up. Because you know, there's the rumor that they might switch the one hour, uh, one of the uh, one of the three hours of Raw might be might be NXT. I heard about that, so, and I would love for that to happen. I would love it. Like. Raw, like nowadays, one hour is enough for me, to be honest with you. Yeah. It just drags on. They don't have, I don't know. I really don't want to talk bad about them, but I need to just get my opinions out there. Yeah, like when I watch NXT, and it's only an hour long, um, but whenever I watch it, like it feels like a good amount of time, and it's only one hour. Like you, I think they get like a good like four or five matches in, in one hour, you know, and with the power ed- of editing, you know, they have that they have that ability, but... One hour is a pretty good time for, like, you know, NXT before Raw. Well, yeah, because they don't have a lot of talk segments either, like Raw does. And when they cut that kind of stuff out, they have more time for actual matches and, like, you know, guys getting the chance to be in the ring. Yeah. As opposed to Raw, where it's just, you know, a lot of it now is just them talking, doing all these, you know, Miz TV talking segments, and it's like, I just want to see some wrestling, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That's that's why we watch wrestling, so we can watch wrestling. <laughs> and it's hard it's hard for me to like I don't know, it's hard for me to not watch it because I've been watching it for so long and I, I just like I don't know, I just keep giving them chances and I have I have like hope that something better is going to happen, but who knows? Like they don't have I don't know, they haven't had a really good story in a while. Well, like, Seth Rollins was Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns probably would have been a great story, but then you know, Rollins got injured and yeah, I was looking forward to that. You know, poor Rollins. Oh, I'm God. I'm looking forward to him coming back. We- so many people got injured. Rollins, uh, Cesaro, Cena's out for a couple months or a couple weeks. I don't know, depending. Uh, who else is out? Orton. Uh, Orton. Oh my God. It's just, it's whether they want to, whether they want to believe it or not. Like right now, they Nikki need Bella. they need all these guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They need Seth Rollins. They need Orton, Cesaro. Boom. Yeah, you're right. Like people are always complaining that Cena is always on Raw or he always has a segment. And like, well, now you know why. <laughs> yeah, whether you like him or not, he. I mean, he gets they, butts and seats, and he makes people watch. Yeah, especially when he had the run with the United States Championship, you had to watch. It's like you want to know. Like who's he gonna face this time for the U.S. title with the U.S. Open ti- with the U.S. Open Challenge, or who's gonna beat him? You know, that was like the big thing. Is like who's gonna beat him or who who's gonna challenge him? You know, those are the two exciting things about that that segment that he was doing for like since WrestleMania when he beat Rusev for the title. So I mean, we need more stuff like that. You know. Yeah, and it was like it was the unpredictability that got people invested and wanted to see what was gonna happen next. Yeah. And speaking of the U.S. title, like I was really I don't know. Now it's become like almost nothing when it's because Del Rio's got it and it's, I don't know. It's like yeah, he's not doing anything with it. Like, and also with all these guys gone, they they rely so much on bringing back these part timers, you know. And don't get me wrong, I love I love seeing Brock Lesnar, um, you know, Undertaker, and all these guys that are part timers. But they need to, you know, like I said earlier, develop younger talent. Yep. And. 
now's their chance to do it with all of these, you know, superstars out f- with an injury. And, you know, if they have to bring back, I'm sure they're going to bring back Brock Lesnar soon. I'm sure he'll be, he's due for a return soon enough. But yeah, they're going to need guys. So hopefully something good will happen soon. Let's hope. Like they need a- to turn it around. They start building up Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose. Uh, Tyler Breeze needs to be getting out. Ziggler, too. Um, Poor Ziggler. He just can't. Can't catch a break. He can't win. You know, even Miz. Like, c- come on. Like, build up the Miz. If, you, if he's going to be having, like, Miz TV, then he needs to do something else besides that, you know? So I'm glad he has something with Neville right now. He's an entertaining character. I like the Miz. Exactly. You know? Miz TV is entertaining. He's not that bad in the ring at all. I mean... It's crazy from it's crazy how far Ziggler went, you know, last year Survivor Series, you know, winning for Team Cena until this year losing to Tyler Breeze. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Tyler Breeze, you know, is deserves the win. Yeah, but I feel like Ziggler would have had a bigger push by this now. This year. I think I yeah, I think even you you and Ray and I predicted last year after Ziggler won like was the sole survivor. He's like, "All right, now this is the time to push Ziggler. Like he should be champion by this time next year." And then fast forward this time next year, and it's not that. I mean, I thought that when it survived, we were there. You know, we yeah. saw it live. We thought that was his gonna be his big break, and that he was gonna get a huge push after that. But I mean, where that did match he go? was awesome. You know, yeah, like like that whole like again having you on the edge of your seat suspense. Like, is Ziggler gonna get the pin? And then Triple H comes in, and pedigrees him, and then Sting comes out, and then you know all that, and you're like, all right, like I believe in Ziggler, you know, and they haven't done anything with him. He ended up being an Intercontinental Champion a couple times after that, but that's it. I mean. He had some great matches with Luke Harper, but other than that, nothing came out of it. They're just, I don't know, they're not doing much with any of these guys who could be bigger than what they are. Even the Wyatt family, like, those guys have so much potential. And, like, like, no, get me wrong, I like the Dudleys, and I like that they're working with younger guys to build them up, but I don't know, I don't feel like, I don't feel like the, the Dudleys and the Wyatt family kind of mesh, or I feel like the Wyatt family should have been tag team champions already. One of those two. Either... Bray Wyatt is the leader, but he has his own story with someone else. Meanwhile, the three other guys could be facing New Day, you know? That'd be a fun. That'd be like an interesting kind of combination. Maybe maybe like New Day, um, the Wyatt family. What's another three team person? I don't know. Um, tag team. Is there anyone else that's a three team tag team? Team bad. Team bad? <laughs> <laughs> Get some women action. I don't know. Unity. Uh, I mean,. What I would love is if, nah, this is just me, like, how to make it better and get Roman Reigns over is if Roman Reigns teamed up with his cousins, the Usos, and started, like, a Samoan stable, you know, because we haven't seen one of those in a while, because the Usos as a tag team is great. We, we, work, we believe that. Have Roman Reigns team up with him because they're real-life cousins and shit, and they've already talked about it on TV, so it's like, it's like that makes sense. Have him, like, kind of build his babyface character right there. So when he breaks off and does you know his uh, his solo thing, you know he's ready to go for the w- for the WWE Championship. Yeah, that's, I mean that that would work. And you know it's like when they were in the Shield, Roman was like you know he was the fan favorite in that group I think, and people started getting behind him, especially whenever he was in the Royal Rumble last year or whatever year it was, uh, like right before the Shield broke up, and it was him and uh, Batista right yep. final two, and people were 
rooting for him. You know, yeah, they wanted win. Roman to win. And I think that was that'd be a good way to uh, build him up, yeah. to putting him back into a group for a bit, and then sending him out as the top baby face. But yeah. what they're doing now just isn't working because people just can't really get behind him. And they. I mean, yeah. I like him. I like the character of Roman Reigns, even though he's a little cheesy. But like, don't don't give him anything. Like, don't give him a script. Just let him do his own thing. Yeah. Because I, I feel like him, he could come up with his own stuff and it'd be fun and or funny, you know. But like, when you give him like the tater tots, come on, like I could come up with a better thing than tater tots. Let's be honest. If it was The Rock talking about that tater tots, it would have been funny Maybe. because he's The Rock. But they're trying. They can't. They can't make him like The Rock. Nobody can be like The Rock. Just because they're cousins doesn't mean he's going to follow in The Rock's footsteps. And I think what they really should have done, and I think everybody was hoping for, what really would have, would have helped him become the top guy, the next top babyface, would have been to turn him heel first. Have a good, you know, single heel run for a little bit, and then have him eventually go back and be a babyface. And that would have helped him develop into the top guy, top babyface. Yeah. But, you know, they didn't do that. So. They didn't. Yeah. Now we're left with um, some uh, pretty poor uh, wrestling storyline. We call this the uh, Roro Prob. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was It's the tagline that you said. When it, <laughs> when it rains, it pours. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, ah. Uh. I don't get me wrong. I support him. Like, I support. I'm a Roman Reigns fan. Like, 100%. It's just what they're doing with him is just making him look dumb, basically, you know? Yeah. Getting him towards little kids. I don't know. Like, I mean, like, I work for, like, so I work for Dynamo Pro Wrestling here in St. Louis. And, I mean, they have, like, a good storyline going on with Ricky Cruz and uh, Jake Durton, you know, that's getting some uh, steam, you know? People believe it. I remember at the last show at the radio room, you know, people were, like, um, they had a confrontation. And, like, there were people in the crowd, like, was that real? Was that legit? Because, you know, first of all, Ricky Cruz, he was he was swearing. And then Jake Durton, you know, he, like, I think the, the show before that, he kind of threw beer at Ricky. So, I mean, I mean, when you escalate, I mean, I know it's independent wrestling, but, like, like I like I who work for them, I'm, in, I'm invested in, in, in those series of matches that they're going to be having, you know? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with WWE. I don't know if it's the writers or you it's know Vince McMahon put you know giving them the input on what to write. It's a little um, bit of both. I mean, as far as the most entertaining thing happening right now is the new day. Cool. You know. Yeah. I'm always looking forward to seeing them come out. They're they're just. I think they have a lot more leeway on what they can do because you know as them as a group, they can act out and do all these entertaining things, and that's what's going to help Roman. Uh, in the long run, is if they, you know, give him some leeway on what he can say and do. And, I don't know. It'll happen. I hope. Hopefully. I have hope for uh, Roman Reigns. But, uh, yeah. You want to get into uh, the TLC predictions? Yeah, let's get into some TLC predictions. Let's start off with the kickoff. So... Right. So let's <laughs> taking pictures. All right. Let's start off with the kickoff. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Um, 
I'm actually looking forward to this match, even though it's the kickoff. So I mean, it's like NXT all over again. Yeah, I got we gotta grab some uh, some grub so I can watch it. In some peace. grubby. And uh, but um, there's, there's like Becky. She's had a couple matches on main event and on Superstars. Thanks to the WWE Network, I've been able to watch them. <laughs> and like she's had she had a really good match with Brie Bella. I think like a month ago, right after Nikki Bella left. And then Sasha, she's been having pretty good matches with Natalia, and um, for some reason, like they just don't use Sasha on Raw, like and people chant for her. So I that's mean, basically what we want. We get the opposite. Yeah. I feel like now, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and so your predictions for Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch? I feel like both of them need a win. Um, oh yeah, for sure. I'm. I think I'm gonna go with Sasha on this one. I'm gonna go with Sasha. Okay. Um, uh, I guess just because um, I just listened to her uh, interview that she did with Jericho on the Talkers Jericho podcast. Uh, I'm gonna go with Becky Lynch. Gonna go with Bex. Gonna go with Bex. All right. She's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't listen to that podcast yet, but it's it pretty, pretty good. good. It's pretty good. Um, I, I mean, here's here's what I think is gonna happen in the night. So Becky Lynch loses to Sasha Banks. Even though I predicted that she's gonna win, but if she loses, if Beck, if Becky loses, uh, she's gonna either turn on Charlotte, which might make her into a bigger baby face, cause like, cause I think Charlotte's turning into a heel, so I don't know how that's gonna work out if they do that, you know. I think so. people are gonna be siding with Becky either way. Oh yeah, because um, I think people were like, "Come on, punch her, Becky, yeah. punch her." You know, like I even I was like, "Come on, punch that bitch." <laughs> I heard that. Out. Yeah, and then Paige. I mean, I don't know if is Paige a face or a heel, because like after that thing on Raw with with Charlotte, you know, they were like, oh, like she's like, I told you so. Like you know, she was like telling everyone that, like you know Charlotte doesn't play, you know, doesn't play fair. Well, yeah, they had that match. Uh, Charlotte versus Charlotte Becky. versus Becky, you know, and I think anybody going up against Charlotte is a baby face. Yeah, and she's you know. Even though she's got the, the unofficial, face. the unofficial heel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could, I could see that happening. Um, I don't know. I'm still gonna stick with Sasha on that one though. All right, and I'm sticking with Beck, my Beck. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, so let's move on, and we have our first uh, title match of the night. Maybe you don't know. Uh, we're looking on the website, but it's the Intercontinental Championship match: Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose. Uh, the one I'm looking forward to. Yep. I the most. I'm going for my boy Ams. You going with Ams? I'm going with Ams. Is this a ladder match or is this um just a regular match? I think it's just a regular match. Oh man. Unless they make a stipulation at the last minute, but I didn't hear anything about it yeah. being like a ladder match or anything. Um this one's a hard one for me. Yeah. Oh man. I think I'm gonna mm, I'm gonna go with Owens. Owens? I'm gonna say Owen Owens retains. Owens Maybe this feud continues through Rumble or you know Mania season or something. Fast lane, who yeah. knows? Yeah, um, yeah. I got, I got okay. So I wouldn't be sad if Ambrose won. <laughs> <laughs> no one would be sad if Ambrose won. Everyone's looking for Ambrose to win. Yeah, there's another guy. That, those two guys need to get like a big push too within this, this next year, 2016. Oh yeah, know? for real. I mean Ambrose especially. He's been around for a while, a few oh, years yeah. now. I was hoping he'd be champion. Last I month, I feel like he, he. I feel like he's the top babyface of the company right now. Yeah, but the sure. company's like, no, 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 he's not. <laughs> no matter how he's getting pushed or what storyline he's in, he's. It's not Amps. It's Roro. Yeah, that's what they want to believe. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, what's next here? So you pick Ams. Yep. Ams without wins. All right, next match is what? Is this a match? I guess Ryback it is. Oh, yeah, it was made official on SmackDown, I think. Oh, so Ryback versus Rusev. Uh, Who's your pick? I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... Ooh, you know... I feel like it's not even going to end in, like, a legit way. I think it's just going to end, like, in a DQ or something like that. So, like, most of Rusev's matches? Yeah, basically. That he had with Dolph Ziggler ended in no DQ or... or in a DQ or a count-out? Yeah, if I had to pick, I'd probably go with Rusev. Rusev, I guess I'll go with Ryback. Uh, I feel like both of them, again, due for a push. Uh, get Rusev out of the League of Nations because I feel like he could just do his stuff on his own. He doesn't need a group. Um, Ryback, give him the right story and the right opponent. You know? Yeah, give him he, that bully gimmick. <laughs> back. <laughs> you, can make it, you can make it work, you know? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Let's move on. Not really interested in that one, to be honest. I don't think anyone is. All right, so this is the one that I'm looking forward to because they finally brought back uh, Swags. Swags, classic Swags. Classic Swags. <laughs> so it's the United States Championship match, Alberto Del Rio, the champion, versus Jack Swagger in a chairs match. It's the WrestleMania 29 rematch, except <laughs> the U.S. title's on the line and not the world title. <laughs> yeah, it's on the line. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with what they've done with Jack Swagger, so I'm going to go with Swags. You are? I, you know, I, uh, I'm really glad he's back. Um, they're actually doing something with him for once. I'm going to... S- Just because Del Rio is in the League of Nations, I think he's going to hang on to the U.S. title. Hope, maybe until Cena comes back. I don't know. I mean, he hasn't done anything with it. Or, you know, I feel like you kind of forget that he's a champion unless they mention that he's a champion. Yeah, you know? I agree. I mean, I'm not invested in him, but... Because I feel like a Swagger one, he'd kind of do the same thing Cena would do, and I hope they would do that, is that, you know, he's the all-American or the real American... You know, and it, it just fits if he won the title, you know. I also wonder what's going like, you know, that him and uh, Coulter, you know, they s- went their separate ways on Raw. I wonder if he's going to play a role in their match tonight or not. If he's going to come wheeling down to, to Swag's side. The reunion between him and uh, Swagger. Yeah. <laughs> we the people. Who knows? Who knows? But I'm going with Swagger. You're going with Del Rio. Yeah. So those are my those, those are prediction for that. All right. Oh, here's the one. Yep. So the Divas Championship match, Charlotte the champion with her daddy, her dada. Daddy Rick. Daddy <laughs> versus Page, Paige. Um, it's a tough one because I don't want to see Charlotte with the championship, but I don't see Paige winning. Um, it's a tough choice. I'm going to – No, I mean, now that they're trying to do something with Charlotte's character, I think – She's going to hang on to that title. I don't know what they're going to do with Paige, um, but I did. I do think that they're going to do something with Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Um, I don't know if Paige is going to you know, stay in the title picture with the two of them or not. What if? What if? Sasha versus Becky turns into a thing while Becky's still doing something with Charlotte, who's doing something with Paige, and then Royal Rumble, Fatal 4-Way for the Divas Championship. That'd be good. Boom. I just connected all the fucking dots. Why aren't we writers? I don't know. I've been writing scripts for for, some <laughs> <laughs> for movies. I feel like I could do a good one for a Raw, you know? They need to hire your ass. They should, man. So you're going with Paige? I'm going with Paige. My girl Paige. I can't, I can't, I can't you know, abandon my girl Paige. Page. Page. Unfortunately, I'm going to go with Charlotte. 
Just because I know how WWE is right now. Yeah, they're too predictable. Like you could tell when you, even whenever Charlotte was in um, PCB, they were trying to push her to be like the next big thing, like the like the next like top babyface diva. And she just won that like a couple months ago. Um, I think I, I was over it like the second after she won. It. I was no, like, I was too. Like, oh, that's cool. Okay, like drop it now. Like I was hoping. That's why I feel like they should like they should create like a Money in the Bank briefcase for like the women's uh, division or like the Divas Championship match because then that'd be awesome just to see like someone <laughs> some chick come out with the briefcase and just cash it in. They need. I, I I think maybe they'll do something like that one day. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, I did hear that. I thought that they were supposed to have like the first ever, you know, Divas ladder match. They were supposed to announce it on Raw, but I think things changed and they decided not to do it or something like that, which you know doesn't surprise me. But I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, what was I gonna say? Um, for me, I think Charlotte. She just needs to lose. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about her that you know doesn't sit well with me. I mean, I, I bet she's a, like a, a nice person in real life, but you know, I'm just not into the. I'm just not into her character. She or her lack of character. I mean, she's starting to get a character with her. You know, using her dad as kind of like, you know, as a heel thing to do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I also think he might play a role in the match itself. Um, maybe like distract Paige or something. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. We have some weird stuffs brewing. Don't know what it is, but I hope it's a ladder match. All right. All right, and then oh, that, oh this one I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Oh yeah. This so one's a ladder. Yep. Triple threat ladder match. Oh yeah. Okay. This is gonna be good. Oh, never mind. I'm excited again. Yes. <laughs> oh. Okay, because, Just when we thought we lost hope. <laughs> I lost hope like a second ago. Oh, but uh, but now now it's back. Uh, the WWE Tag Team Championship match with the New Day, the champions versus the Usos versus the Lucha Dragons. There's gonna be a lot of high flying shit, you know, with the Lucha Dragons and the Usos, and then some one whoever whoever is officially in the match. Technically, it's a it's a three on two on two match because you know they're gonna use Xavier if he's not officially in the match. I think that all three of them will be. Yeah. I feel like it'd be it'd be fine. It's a ladder match, so. Like they should have the free bird. Is it the is it the, f- is it the f- free bird rule? Yeah. Yeah. The free bird rule for, for these guys. Yeah, like most like all the time, basically, yeah. especially in matches like this. Yeah. When it's a ladder match. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> but I mean, there's no disqualifications or anything. So. Okay. Um, predictions. Uh. I want. I mean, I want Lucha Dragons. I feel like they they need a win. I want Usos to be champions again because they were pretty good when they were facing off uh, against the the Wyatt family for the that was awesome. Titles. I miss. I'm, I want to go back and watch that on the network soon. And then, but I like New Day as champions too because don't you dare be sour. <laughs> oh, this is. Oh, I I know my pick. All right. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Us Usos. I'm going with the New Day. New day, all right. Okay. <laughs> I see them holding on. I, I'd laugh yeah. if Lucha Dragons won this. <laughs> hey, there's a chance. Who knows? Yeah. They're putting this match for a reason. Yeah. All right. Next match here, we are going to talk about. Uh, oh, the ECW Originals versus the Wyatt Family. So it's uh, 
It's Dudley's and Rhino and Time of Dreamer versus the Wyatt family in the in the tables match. Ooh, eight man elimination tables match. So oh, it's oh, it's elimination. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like whoever the first person goes in through. Because I hate whenever it's like a bunch of whenever it's like a big team and the first person to go through the table, that's the match. Like I feel like those should be elimination. Yeah, it's just the individual who got put yeah. in the table. So uh, I like that. Hmm. Wyatt's. Wyatt's. Actually, they, they need to win. <laughs> I mean, if they don't win here. They're screwed. Yeah. Because they're, I mean, they need to be in a better position than what they're in. Nothing against the ECW originals. Yeah. All right, we have made it to the main event. Roman Reigns versus Sheamus in a ladder match. The TLC match. TLC match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, oh my God. This is tough because I like Sheamus. Like, he's a good wrestler. So you know it's going to be a good match. It's going to be a really physical match. I like Roman Reigns because he's a good wrestler. He's a good, you know, he gets the, he gets the people hyped. I think people. I think it's going to be a lot better match than what people are expecting it to be. Um, as far as the outcome goes, I have a feeling of what it's going to be and what it will probably be. I guess I'll go with the uh, odds not in my favor. Uh, Roman Reigns. Picking Roman. Ro Ro. I'm picking Ro Ro. To become the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Yep. Tonight. Tonight. Even though when this thing goes up, I don't know when I go, I don't know when it's going up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh I think the League of Nations are going to have a role in this match. God damn it. And That's some booty as uh Some booty. That's some booty <laughs> as New Day would say. Roman Reigns getting screwed out of the champion because you know he just Sheamus just won the championship like two weeks ago. I really don't see him losing it already. Um, I do see him holding on to it at least until the Rumble. Rumble. I okay. see that him, that's where he's dropping it most likely heading into Mania season. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna stick with Sheamus to the rums? retain Sheamus. Sheamus. Okay, so Sheamus at the rums. <laughs> So, speaking of the Rumble and, you know, heading into Mania season, I thought that, you know, we could have a little uh, fun and predict, you know, what's going to happen after TLC, uh, heading into the Rumble, heading into Mania season, what we think the main event of WrestleMania will be this year. That's a tough, that's very tough because we don't know the plans. I don't know the plans. All I know for sure, I think, in my mind, is that Roman Reigns is going to win that championship in between... Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, so it's like maybe a maybe a Rumble he wins it, maybe a fast lane. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I see Roman going into Mania as champion, not yep. Sheamus. I see, you know, it makes more sense for Roman to win before then head into Mania as champion. The winner or uh, his challenger, however, is a mystery to everyone. So I thought maybe we could predict, you know, who's going to win the Rumble or who we think would be. Hmm. Uh, the right choice for okay. Roman. Okay, so here's the thing. Who's going to win the Rumble? None other than my boy Dean Ams. Ams? Ams. Oh, man. I didn't even think about that. That would be... That, that, would be awesome. that way, Dean Ams and Roro, <laughs> <laughs> Roman Reigns, they go at it. Um, uh, if only we had Rollins. Oh, no. God damn it. We'd get that match we'd all... What, what if we end up not going to SummerSlam and the main event is Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns? That's that's why I want to go. Well, I I want to go too. That's you know I, we talked about it. You know, if we don't go, I'd be disappointed. But you know, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But it'd be 
for everything that's going to be happening in New York. Yep. Um, what if that's the night Seth Rollins returns? <laughs> exactly. What if that's like exactly that like like what if you know it's Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose at SummerSlam and then there's a mystery third opponent. Yep. Well, it's not gonna be a mystery. It's gonna be well, kind of like they're gonna be shooting like vignettes, like you know he's coming, you know blah 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 this and that, you know, and he makes his return at SummerSlam. Perfect. I couldn't have written it better myself. <laughs> like, oh, wait, I did write it. <laughs> In my mind right now. Oh. Copyright that shit. You can't steal that from me. Oscar's on a roll right now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so I'm thinking past me. I'm going, I'm <laughs> going. We're heading to New York already. Yeah. Um, as far as me, I'm thinking that, I don't know if it'll be announced or if it'll be a surprise, but I am thinking that, Brock Lesnar competes in the Rumble match for the first time in, what was it like? It's been like 11 years. Oh, that'd be awesome, too. Just like having, like, suplexing people out of the ring and shit. Yeah, you know, um, it'd be awesome to see. He'd be dominant. I mean, I don't know, you know, if he would be a surprise what number he'd come out, but he would, you know, be throwing everybody out of the ring. He'd be a surprise to me if he came out for the Rumble match. It'd be different. I'd like to see him in the Rumble match itself. Yeah. Um, And then... Maybe Brock Roman too. I would. I'd be okay with that. It was a pretty good match at WrestleMania. It'd be better than Rock Cena too. And then because we didn't really get to see who would have won. Exactly. It, you know, because Seth Rollins. You know, that was the infamous night that he came out cashing his money in the bank. So we need a conclusion. Yeah, we need a conclusion. I'd be okay with Roman versus Brock too, and I'd also be okay with Roman versus Ams. Boom! SummerSlam. So hopefully, one of those two happen. I think but I'm, who knows? With all these guys injured, who knows what they're trying? They're trying to come up with things to do now. But yeah, I could see one of those. I could see both of those things happening. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it for our predictions for TLC. Hopefully, this is up before <laughs> <laughs> before uh, before the pay per view. If, if you're listening to this after it, then uh, uh, let then let us know. Tweet at us at on the ropes STL. Who was wrong? Who was right? Uh, you can follow Tim at. Um, uh, you can follow me at Tim J Roth two four seven on Instagram or Tim underscore Roth two four seven on Twitter. Yeah, tweet him whether or not he was right or wrong. Mm-hmm. You can tweet me at Oscar Rendon four two nine. That's two R's. Oscar Rendon four two nine. Uh, O-S-C-A-R-R-E-N-D-O-N 429. Or you can follow me on Instagram at the Oscar Rendon. <laughs> the, that's the Oscar Rendon. Boom, because I'm the only one. Um, and uh, make sure to check out Dynamo Pro Wrestling when it returns uh, next year, 2016, January 9th, uh, at the Stratford Bar and Grill. We're going to have uh, two matches that have already been signed up. Uh, Brandon Espinosa versus uh, Mike Outlaw in a no-DQ match and the Grudge match that everyone's been waiting for, Jake Jarton versus Ricky Cruz. I'm excited for those matches. Uh, hopefully, um, you know, uh, you guys can make it out there. Uh, tickets are only 10 bucks in advance, 12 at the door. Uh, five for kids, and uh, any kids five and under are free. So, yeah. Um, and uh, next year, we're also going to be attending Ring of Honor, myself and Ray. Uh, who knows? Maybe we've got some something cooking with Ring of Honor. Uh, we've been we've been uh, talking to some people. Uh, who knows? Uh, we're looking forward to next year and just seeing the possibilities. Uh, getting bigger and better guests on our shows. I hope you guys liked the Evan Morris uh, podcast that we did, the episode that we did with him. You know, uh, a lot of fun talking to him. He's only 
he's only like two years older than us. So like, you know, and all the things he's accomplished and all the things he's going to accomplish, you know, I'm just excited for that guy, you know, and uh, yeah, make sure to follow us at on the ropes STL. That's two S's on the ropes STL on Twitter. And just a reminder that next year, this podcast is uh, is officially moving to Los Angeles, California. <laughs> That's coming up quick, guys. It is. Oh, eight months. Oh, the God. L.A. life. The L.A. life. You know, and uh, Ray's, uh, uh, Tim's still going to be a part of the, uh, the show, you know. Uh, thanks to the power of technology. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be even stronger. <laughs> but we, we'll have the Google Hangout. You can do the Google Hangout. The Googs Hangout. Uh, uh, just get a webcam. That's all you need. A webcam and maybe a good... Uh, mic. Good mic. You yeah. Know, just so we can listen to you. You know, because we want to get all your predictions, you know. We can do it all. Yeah, we can do it all. I might. We might even leave you with that with that one so you can use. Oh, hell yeah. Boom. So we got you, we got you covered. You know, so you can still be a part of it even when you're here in, in St. Louis. And, yeah, we're just excited for the move. Uh, hopefully we can make it to SummerSlam yeah, in New York. Hopefully. Because it's happening in August, too. It's a lot of shit. It's a lot of money, you know, yeah. moving, moving back and forth. And uh, going to be like the last hoorah. I know. And then the big road trip to L.A., you know, because we got to do a road trip. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, why would we not do a road trip? Yeah. I don't know. That's what we. That's what our friendship's based on. Road <laughs> trips. Road trips. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah, God, can't believe it's the end of uh, 2015. Another year. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank everyone who's ever listened to the show. Uh, this might be our last episode for the for this year. Um, I, I can't think of another reason why we'd do another one um, before it, unless we get a guest, a very special guest. But. Um, I just want to thank everyone for listening. I know we've only been doing this since June, so about, what, six months? That's it. I think about six months. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Beginning yeah, of the June. summer. Yeah. Yeah, so the beginning of the summer, June, but we've only been doing this for six months, and we've, like, on episode 20, 21, 22, I don't know which one we were on. That's crazy how far this podcast has come, you know? Yep. It's, it's really awesome. In just six months, you know, and we've met some pretty cool guys, um, we've gotten some pretty big guests like Brandon Espinoza, you know, Evan Morris, and maybe next year we'll get Jake Durden and Ricky Cruz. Um, and, uh, we've been uh, trying to get some, we've been trying to get a hold of some even bigger guests, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we can let you know in 2016. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a big year. It's going to be a big 2016. year. 2016. It's going to be a big year for us. It's going to be a very uh, sad year. Uh. <sighs> The send off, the fa- the farewell, <laughs> the farewell tour. Just the <laughs> <laughs> it's not the go to hell tour. It's the farewell tour. It's the farewell tour for this, the, on the ropes Just think Lewis. this time next year, we won't be doing this face to face at least. Yeah. I do know for sure that the last podcast we do here in St. Louis, it will be a, just reminiscing. It's just gonna be a show about us reminiscing about the past year and a half, you know. And uh, just uh, you know, that'll be a fun show. All, all 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 the things we've done in the past couple years, just. From meeting Tim and Ray, maybe maybe Done. we'll get Brandon on. on maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a maybe, but we'll a big maybe. we'll try to get him. Is uh, if you don't know Brandon Kreitz, uh, he's a he's a big boy. Uh, <laughs> we'll try to get him on, talk about it. You know, kind of like again a farewell tour, a send off. You know, essentially. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm nervous, but mostly excited. I'm excited for you. And then I'm sad because, <laughs> you know, all of these good times that we've all had. 
We'll still have them. We'll yeah. still have them. I mean, you, you, you and Alicia are more than welcome to visit us in LA. You guys, you guys got a home over there. You know, a summer vacation. Yeah. Boom. For sure. Got it. Got you covered, man. Go, go to the beach. Go to the beach. Like whenever it's getting too cold here. Just be like, all right, we, we got Oscar and Ray over in, San, over in Los Angeles. Although it was kind of cold there <laughs> at <laughs> night whenever we went to the beach to the pier. Yeah, that is true. It is true. Uh, but, you know, we don't have to go to the beach, you know? Yeah, there's tons of other things we can do. Yeah, like climb. Reminisce. <laughs> yeah, reminisce on two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Finally make it to the top. Finally make it to the top. Oh, my God. I'm just... Uh, I'm just thankful for everyone who's uh, listened to the sh- uh, the show on SoundCloud or iTunes or has followed us on Twitter or on Instagram. Oh, well, me on Instagram. Uh, what else? On Facebook. Make sure to like us on Facebook, uh, on the Ropes Wrestling Podcast. Uh, and if you're on iTunes, make sure to rate uh, and review this show. Uh, subscribe, too, and share with your friends. Um, you know, we, we're really excited for this uh, new beginning in 2016 and to see what what things are in store for us, you know, and uh, special thanks to Dynamo Pro uh, Wrestling, a sponsor of this podcast. Thank you for uh, allowing us into your doors and uh, uh, getting guests, fr- you know, uh, getting guests from you guys. Thank you so much. And um, uh, everyone have a safe and happy New Year's and a safe and happy Christmas and all that good shit. And uh, uh we, I'd be, I'd be rude not to tell you to go follow Duns, <laughs> Ray Dunmire on Twitter. So follow Duns the Muns on on Twitter. D U N S T H E M U N S. That's D U N S T H E M U N S. So guys, thank you again, and uh, we'll see you next year. See ya. Boom.